1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Monday, June 29th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. While we are still in the middle of the pandemic, we are starting to see the long-term effects of lost schooling and shutting down travel and business. The Government Accountability Office is estimating that over the next decade, we will see almost $8 trillion in lost economic growth. We are seeing those losses in education, jobs, tourism, and restaurants. Fidel Alassane, reporter for Axios, joins us for more on the pandemic's lost years. Thanks for joining us, Fidel.
0: Yeah, happy to be here.
1: We're still going through the coronavirus pandemic. Unfortunately, we're starting to see an uptick in a, a number of states. But obviously, we are still reopening the country after the shutdowns that lasted for a few months. Uh, and we all knew that it was going to take a heavy toll on the economy. It already has. But we're starting to see some of the long-term effects play out of uh, from lost schooling, travel, and shuttered businesses. There's going to be a long time for us before we truly recover. Fidel, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing so far.
0: Even as we're seeing the number of cases in some states continue to rise, even as we're still very much in the middle of this pandemic, we're starting to see some of the long-term effects that doing things like shutting down schools, curtailing travel, and closing businesses can have. And in the next 10 years, that's going to be almost $8 trillion worth of losses in economic growth in the U.S., according to the Congressional Budget Office. Meanwhile, the, the World Bank is predicting that globally, this is going to shrink the economy by 5.2% in 2020 alone. And that's nearly three times as much as we saw from the 2009 recession. So when you're just talking about the economy, the effects of this are going to be deep and they're going to be very long-lasting.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so much at play with this as well. Businesses can start reopening. They can start making money and all. But this time that we shut down, I mean, we're playing catch-up still. I know there was a lot of loans that were thrown out there and all the debt that we've incurred because of this. I mean, all of this takes time to build back up. So this is why we're seeing things out of this Congressional Budget Office saying there were $8 trillion in the hole for the next 10 years, basically. Fidel, break some of these down for us. Let's talk about jobs, because I know that's high on everybody's minds, but this is uh, disproportionately affecting women as the shutdowns really started hurting everybody.
0: For the last several years now, the job market for women has been improving, has been getting better. For example, in December, women had more payroll jobs than men, and that was the first time that that happened in nearly a decade. So now we're seeing... All of those gains basically are being lost because so many of the jobs that are being affected by this pandemic are held by women.
1: We're talking about the hospitality industries, education industry, leisure, parts of the healthcare industry. Women figure very high in all of this. And yeah, it's going to be especially tough for them to make those gains back. Another part of this was that this might push a lot of people into extreme poverty. Now, this might not just be in the United States, but across the world. We've been seeing this improve too, but this sets us back again.
0: It's the same theme that we had just talked about with what's going on with women. For years, poverty around the globe, we've been making so many gains in reducing that. And now this could set this back 20 to 30 years. That's what the World Bank is predicting. As many as 100 million people are expected to be pushed back into extreme poverty and those are people who live on less than a dollar ninety a day that's what the world bank says and the u.n has an even more dire prediction which is 395 million people possibly being pushed into extreme poverty so we were literally making progress and now we're going backwards from where we were before
1: education very important one that we've been talking about on the podcast a lot in different ways. And it affects the spectrum of it is pretty big, too. So we have our younger kids and we have our people that are graduating college. So on the younger side of things, they're saying that the shift to remote learning and these learning gaps that have been experienced, students could be set back at least seven months behind academically. And our people graduating from college could also see some long term effects because they're entering the job market in this time right now
0: like you had said, there's the young people in high school. They had already been struggling with remote learning. Just talking to folks around me and looking at reports online, people weren't really liking how remote learning was going. It's a lot harder when you don't have a teacher physically there with you to talk with you. And it's hard because a lot of teachers struggle with dealing with technology. So people were already struggling with the switch to remote learning. But then you get to the racial disparities. Anytime a student steps away from schooling, even for a week or summer break, they lose some of what they gained. Like you had intimated before, the average student could be set back as much as seven months. But... When you look at the racial disparities, which is something that again existed before the pandemic, this is going to affect people who are Black and Hispanic even more. Hispanic students could lose as much as nine months and Black students could lose as much as 10 months. So not only will people lose some of the information that they learned, it'll exasperate some of the pre-existing problems that existed in education when it comes to uh, racial disparities.
1: Just briefly, uh, you know, our young people graduating from colleges, as we mentioned, you know, they're entering the job market during this recession. They're going to see their incomes depleted for 10 to 15 years, possibly, according to some of these studies. And there's going to be an extension of what we're seeing currently with millennials. They're not going to be married uh, until later. They're more likely to be childless the effects are going to be far-reaching on that. Just quickly, because I want to move on, tourism and restaurants in the country. We've already seen how tourism has been affected. Airlines aren't flying as much. The cruise industry has been especially affected. And then restaurants, we're seeing those stories all over the place. As much as 3% of restaurants in the U.S. have closed since the pandemic began. And who knows what the recovery is going to be like.
0: The restaurant industry has lost already over $120 billion, and that was just in March, April, and May, so that could be even worse. But yeah, like you said, 3% of restaurants, and that's an estimation from the National Restaurant Association, about 3% of restaurants closed their doors since the pandemic began, and that's a significant number. And many of these people say that they will probably never return to the industry when things are back to normal.
1: Yeah, I mean, the re- road to recovery is going to be long. We're going to start seeing people make money as we start reopening things, but these are the longer-term effects that we're going to have to deal with. Fidel Alasan, reporter at Axios, thank you very much for joining us.
0: Yep, thank you for having me.
1: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
0: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves.